if anyone out there knows i know him all her and you landed somehow you managed to land on a list that got money that i mean that a small money the 100000 from right honorable nabanja please give me a call give me a call i'm not going to ask for your car money i just want to ask just very very few questions of connection and networking as in man you must be the real deal how did how did you even manage to get on that list <laughs> uh, i didn't mean to start off on a bad note otherwise uh, i greet all of you guys i hope you're doing well hope you're keeping keeping safe uh checking my calendar i think we left with around 14 days yeah i love the spirit i love the voila and be taking these things slowly by slowly step by step petit a petit we turn we turning the 42 day, days upside down we finishing them so soon yeah uh, if you're there and you're listening in for the very first time probably you got a link from a friend or you you saw a link somewhere and you're like hey let me check out what this guy does yeah i welcome you to this very uh to this podcast i welcome you to this episode uh this is none other than mr s your host of straight out of gen z and today i'm going to be talking about very 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 serious things very important things very very hilarious hilarious if you're interested in the subject actually i'm going to be discussing today yeah i most of my friends and people that i do know know it that i'm very passionate about gender i'm very passionate about uh, gender equality and i'm always i'm always taking a step forward to to really find out what is gender equality why is it all about women 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 i always have trouble explaining to people why we always front women at this battle at these battlefields you know yeah so people usually bring definitions of gender equality is gender equality is aimed at slowing men so that women can surpass them yeah and i absolutely take no techno no debate in other direction about that because you know these these are ideologies you're trying to understand you know yeah uh, having a transition from societies you know a society that was basically domestic a society that had chores a society that had uh, activities outlined based on gender where men were supposed to go hunting and women were supposed to stay home and do the chores the house chores uh to societies a transformation in society where men can now i've, I've seen men uh, cooking i've seen men taking up big professions like chefs men i have a friend of mine that does cooking more way better than some females i know in my life yeah so uh, there has been a transformation in chores so uh but there yeah, are still those things that we cannot we cannot negate from gender responsibilities gender roles we cannot negate you know uh, if i'm a man I, i cannot get pregnant you know yeah but i can share in the sorrows of my woman if she's pregnant yeah so w- w- what are these things what are gen- what is gender in- what is gender equality what are self spaces man is it even possible because uh you notice uh, self spaces self spaces are, uh, are places that are set aside for marginalized people so that they can feel secure or safe you know yeah but in the era where there is nothing like privacy in an era where people are marginalized from the internet to the homes to school where will someone get space to call it a safe space for the females you know a female leaves school they go home and they're looked at as domestic workers they're looked at as people that can't do anything man and then you go to the internet man to read just a small article and someone is shooting at you from the internet you leave the internet you go to school someone is shooting at you from school what are safe spaces is it even feasible are these things accessible hey guys you just don't want to miss this i got on my dial and reached out to a very informed person that's none other than mr antenga guys his profile is kind of deep his profile is kind of huge i could not introduce him in verbatim so i gave him i gave him space to introduce himself and tell us what he does yeah he's an advocate he has done a lot of things 
So uh, just stay in, listen, listen into this guy. Tell me what you think about what he has said. And in case we have disagreements, I like people that always crack debates about uh, uh, along my disagreements. Yes. Yeah. Listen in and tell me what you think about everything. Yeah. Just before I give you the interview, something new is cooking up. Something very hot is cooking up. I'm going to, I'm going to give you bits of it. Just keep in touch with me via my socials. Just keep in touch with me via all my socials, my, via my LinkedIn, I use my name, Sebugeng Ronald Dragon. Uh, via Facebook, I use Sebugeng Ronald. Uh, via Twitter, I'm at Seburon, at uh, double S-E-B-U-R-O-N. Yeah, catch you. Uh, I'm very excited to have you on this show, Mr. Antenga. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've, I've actually been very eager to host you and hear from you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, before we go any further, I would first of all want to, I'd first of all want to, to make my desire for my desire for gender issues uh, very known to you. I'm very passionate about gender-related things. Mm. Yeah, so my passion for these gender-related things. Uh, inspired me to host you uh, to basically have a discussion with you a discussion that my audience can always tap into and they have something to learn so but before you go any further I, I would like you to help us uh, kind of help my audience tell us about yourself what you do because I went through your profile it's quite a lengthy one I may not be in position to diligently introduce you well in Babatim sir oh, thank you so much um, I'm called Moses Tintenga Yes. And I'm the executive director and founder of Joy for Children Uganda. Mm. Uh, that's uh, a local Ugandan NGO that is working to promote the rights of children uh, in Uganda. And at the same time, I'm the co-chair of the Girls Not Brides Uganda. It is a national uh, coalition of organizations that are working to end child marriage. Yeah. So those two things are more interlinked, but also I have served in a number of capacities. Mm. Uh, I have also one of those where I served on the global task force to end gender-based violence under the World Bank in Washington, D.C., where we advised uh, the World Bank on how to prevent uh, gender-based violence within their finance projects across the world. But also, I'm a human rights uh, enthusiast, yeah. and also I did my master's in human rights. Mm. Uh, but also, I'm a very uh, committed person around the social issues, and which also is something that I studied under my bachelor's at Macquarie University. And also, I had a very strong bias on on gender-related issues as well as sociology and social administration. So, yeah, I understand this concept uh, right from the background, but also from the, the practice or the training. Okay. I, I have some of these that have seen. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. I think uh, for everyone, anyone listening out there, you, you must be very contented that uh, I brought the cream de la cream, a person that is very informed about whatever we're going to be discussing today. Uh, Mr. Tenga, uh, we're in a lockdown, and uh, I noticed so many things that have really picked uh, concern. People in which people have picked concern or interest 
is an issue to do with uh, gender-based violence. Uh, what what do you think why why do you think it is an issue for us to discuss about women because i am pers- personally very passionate about women and empowering women but i can never negate a question or i can never negate inquiries from people to ask why we focus more on women is there any way you can help a listener out there a lay listener out there understand the issue why are we so much interested about women 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 yeah so yeah thank you so much and um I just means I will need to move a step further because one of the when we're talking about women and the issues when we talk about gender, we are talking about development. Yes. We are talking about improving the lives of people, men and women, mm-hmm. girls and boys. And that's what development is about. Development we are looking at people able to access the health mm-hmm. so that so they can they don't have to die prematurely. We need to have people um, access education so they can read and understand and get jobs and employ themselves and get to know the good practices on how they can do it. But also with education for them to be able to live in the current context because the world is increasingly going for those who are educated. What used to be previously the killing of the land and ETC is no longer tenable at this point because when the land has been uh, exhausted in a way because of the increasing population, not only in Uganda, but globally. True, true. So when you talk about development, we have seen that some of the development challenges, some of those have been related to gender inequality, where you have men and women, but you realize that men have more opportunities compared to, to women. Mm. And you have men inheriting land from a history, you have men uh, being preferred to go to education, you have men being preferred to be given jobs. You have men who are oriented or socialized to occupy the public sphere, mm. the world of work, the public sphere, or simply put, the world of work, yeah. which earns and generates money. Yet, when you look at the women and the girls, their sphere from socialization are bringing is a domestic sphere. The one that doesn't attract money, looking after the sick, cooking for the husband, nurturing the kids, washing, mm. nine months of pregnancy, you're not paid, and, and all this kind of stuff. Mm. They are very necessary, they are needed, but these still, in the current era, they don't attract anything. Mm. Now, uh, when we're talking about development and now how men and women are treated, you find that one gender, one gender, is left behind. One gender cannot compete favorably in the current market. One gender is left without making significant contribution to the development of their community, the development of their family, and the development of their country. And yet, they are capable. They have the two hands, they have the brains, they have the eyes, they have all these things. Mm. But society, because of what they perceive, they mm. have continuously left women behind. And, the, and and this is a social construction, and it may vary from one community to another. Mm. Especially, I think when you to move a little bit away from Uganda, the other uh, communities are progressing by having men and women working side by side, or performing mm. even much tasks that were earlier regarded to be mm. uh, to be for, for for men. And so that's why we're talking about that gender. That's why we are thinking about women now. To directly come back to your point, it is that we are looking at development. And we have, we have asked people to stand where they are in terms of development. Mm. So you realize that men are a step further than women and girls. Mm. 
Okay? True. Now, they need to pull the, the, the women and the girls closer to where men are. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, if it was just for gender equality, then you would say, no, no, let's slow down the men. This is not about slowing the men. It is about accelerating the pace of women. Of women or, to... or accelerating opportunities for women mm-hmm. to be able to match to where the human being, men and women, are yes. to be able to contribute to the women. So that's why we talk about women, the women and girls. Yes, because they are disproportionately affected or left behind compared to the male peers. Yes, uh, thank you so much. Uh, now, one thing that I've always found very, very intriguing about the entire fight for women's rights and uh, the entire thing of gender equality is, uh, is one thing to do with affirmative action. Affirmative action as a as a tool to use to to bridge the gaps, uh, the, the gender inequality gaps. Mr. Tenga, would I be right to conclude that affirmative action in isolation is not enough to to bridge the gap between men and women? Because, for instance, Mr. Tenga, if if you are coming to Makerele for studies and a woman is given free points to access a, an institution of higher learning, but when a woman has not been fully empowered, because we see these things. A woman comes to an institution of higher learning, but she's still intimidated for being female. So what is your opinion about affirmative action? Is it really an important tool or apparatus for bridging the gap of gender inequality? I think in my view, it is an enabling tool. It's an enabling tool, but it's not all about what you need on, on advancing the rights of women and girls. It contributes. Basically, what it does, it's a bit accelerates. Mm. And, and 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 it is it is it is applied uh, with the full knowledge that um, the girls have met a number of hurdles, mm. uh, have met a number of hurdles in their education mm. before. Maybe the ones looking after, they are ones looking after the sick, they are ones doing all that domestic work. Maybe they don't have the time to read and all that, mm. and they have all these cultural uh, cultural pools for them mm. not to excel, and so the affirmative action recognizes that many things you have gone through or held you back. Let's give you a push. Like I said, this is about accelerating. This is about giving a push. This is about giving uh, another hand, actually, giving a hand. But somebody can walk, but you know they want to go far without being supported, so it gives a hand. So in the development arena, you find one component that solves all the problems. In most cases here, there is no magic bullet for given problem. So that is one of the tools. But remember, by doing that, uh, that will still affect, uh, will still affect the girl, yeah, even when she takes affirmative action. Mm. But yes, to your question, the affirmative action helps. It's like the way you might go and find somebody who's struggling with their with their shop. You mm. see they're on the good course, and you see the results. And you say, if I added a little bit of money to this business, mm. it will run faster. True. So that one helps a little bit to accelerate or to, to be able to move faster compared to what, how it would have been without that support. Yes, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah? That, that does really make more sense to me. Hope it does really make more sense to my, to my audience. But just, just as you said, Mr. Tenga, that uh, there is really no magic bullet to end the problem. But sure... There is a bullet that can give us a, a better kill. When we talk about all these gender things, we notice that all these things emanate from a social construction. So if I may ask Mr. Tenga, from an informed perspective, how far has the government gone or how far have individuals and uh, 
human rights human rights advocates like yourself gone to have uh, some bit of alteration in the social construction for instance if we have uh, social, social uh, societies that uh, marginalize uh, people for being female or for being girls how far is the touch with a social construction to to see to it that uh, the gender inequality gaps are, are filled entirely yeah so i think i will think back to what you have mentioned mm. it's about the government the affirmative action is one of that okay. and also it tries to send a strong message telling people that you understand that we know girls and women are left behind Mm. and have been affected or not considered on, on probably on the equal importance of value to men. But as a government, we understand. That's why we're also giving what we're giving a support. That's why we're also now going to recognize the girls, those that you, you looked at to be unfortunate, unlucky, or undeserving. Now we are putting a spot on them that you are deserving, that we need you, we wish you well, we want you to excel. And that's why we're giving the opportunity to be in a space where you can challenge. So that is one affirmative action. Mm-hmm. I think it gave us a lot of, of, of importance. The government has also a ministry dedicated to gender that also handles issues of culture, issues of women, issues of girls, issues of men. Mm-hmm. That also has gone and continues to look into how we can advance gender equality. But also there has been a lot of other efforts to study about social norms mm-hmm. and, and social norms and values that that, that, that direct the way we live, the way we act, the way we respond. So there are a lot of studies that are also going on. What are those aspects of our our lives that continue to put women and girls in uh, a vulnerable situation? So those are also happening. But also when you go back, there has been, um, yes, of course, affirmative action to look at some points where also minus the, the points in Makere University, mm-hmm. you know, our district in the presentation, we have a woman representative in parliament. Mm-hmm. That's just an addition that the woman's voice, the one that is saying they are going to be remain in the kitchen. Now they have, they are no longer going to be in the kitchen. They are going to be at the discussion table. And that's called the parliament, discussion table within the parliament. And we also see now, if you look also the current, the current government that we have, the, 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 the first, the first three, the, the, the first like five positions, no, no, away from the president, the other uh, following position, they are all headed by, by women, mm-hmm. and now yeah. that means we are looking at the prime minister, the vice president, and other 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 sectors have been women. Yeah, so we have also seen the IGG also recently appointed as a woman. Also, I've seen other. Uh, permanent secretaries have been appointed also. Some of them are women and are leading very big uh, influential uh, ministries if you consider in terms of their budgets and all that. So that has moved to show that also women can deliver despite of all what we, we, we used to have. So I would say these are some actions that have been put forward. The, the focus and the campaign on ending child marriages, campaign on ending teenage pregnancies, mm. are about giving women more opportunities to compete favorably. Yeah. Let a girl not be pregnant, let a girl not get married. Let all of them compete in the class and see how they can how they can maximize their potential without these other hindrances that come because they're women. True, true. Yeah. Now, okay, Mr. Ting, our time is a little fast spent. I wouldn't want to make this podcast very lengthy. Uh, I would love to keep it short and precise. But before before we before we we end this, there are only two things that I would love us to conclude with. Number one, as we conclude with this first thing of gender, 
you know there are so many emerging ideologies around the, around the issue of uh, women emancipation and fighting for gender rights you uh, you must be well conversant with ideologies like feminism uh, you know even when i personally stand for gender equality and i fight for women's rights i may not subscribe as a feminist so mr tenga as an informed person that has read about all things of gender what is your say about these merging ideologies would you personally subscribe to one of the ideologies like a feminist uh, I, i think one of the one of the of the of the of the that also have been i think recently very uh, challenging mm. when it comes to men who are who are who are pushing for gender equality i think the feminism mm. uh, part that i'm not so much conversant yes i have read i'm not so much conversant Mm. but it seems to be i think a little bit more radical for mm. issues of, 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 of women mm. and uh, it also somehow appears it may not easily much more space for where uh, currently where men uh, have been freely or, or, or to engage in terms mm. of collectively advancing their uh, the rights of, of women and so i will not speak much about the feminism okay. component uh, but uh, Uh, the, the few interactions and engagements that that, that I have had, to some extent, they have been a little bit more radical, mm. and uh, I think uh, probably a metasection that probably is not much ingrained into what feminism is, or maybe personally also don't get it. But that they have engaged very uh, deeply, mm. uh, that they have of course interacted with people who also stand themselves feminists and are doing really good work and supporting men and all that. Okay. I, and, and, and I think made me much, much more uh, understanding of that subject. Okay, okay, sir. I'll, I'll leave the issue of feminism there because I, have, I personally have issues I don't concur with with, it, with mm. some ideology of feminism. Because I talk mm. about feminism, I believe women have to be closer to men or equal to men, but still there are some roles that being a woman does not take away your role of, of giving birth and being pregnant for nine months yeah sure yeah sure, so sure. yeah so uh mr tenga mm-hmm. as we conclude there is a very important thing i want us to conclude with uh that is the issue of safe spaces mm-hmm. uh you know it is a lockdown and uh, the government sent students back to homes but i noticed that some students were safe at schools than they are at homes and uh basically the entire thing of, of uh, cyberbullying and the use of the internet Is there anything like a safe space for women, Mr. Ntenga, where women can really be free and protected? Is it a myth or it is actually achievable? Safe spaces for women. Mm. I, I think one of the... the, the, the that, that, um, the, the bigger background is how many years have been moving uh, when it comes to gender inequality or, or subordination of women. Mm. It is something that has been for, for generations, for yes. generations, and mm. uh, and even now the, the women themselves may not really even understand that the women need to move forward. Mm. That's also the problem. Mm. And so the yes, the space, spaces are there. Safe spaces are there. Safe spaces can be created, but we are creating them in a society where not everyone has been transformed oh. to respect men and women. And, and that's where the big problem is. And, and uh, a few days ago, we were also discussing about 
the online gender-based violence that, 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 that we participated in. But what you see, the violence you see in online, it is a violence from the community, not a virus, not a virus from machine. <laughs> it, it is the, the, the violence that we carry. <laughs> yes, the violence that we carry from the communities where we are yeah, true. and throw it to the platform because of, of the and, and one of the things probably I would mention is that the the the, 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 net, the online gives us a very it provides a fertile ground mm. for, for more violence to be multiplied compared mm. to physical. So you can see what you see in the in the, in the what you see online it is just important from the community as it's best to express that. And also want also to mention that violence is happening at home, at school, in the communities, the places of work. It happens everywhere and mm. now online because that's where we are. So it is what it is us now from the community online. And so you shouldn't you should think worry much but, but the concern should be that we have to address gender based violence of race in totality. Right from the community True. and then within the the, 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 the spaces or even online we also True. do some targeting. Yeah. True. Okay. Thank you so much Mr. Antenga. Uh I, I want to first draw I was first make just throw some bullets uh, that summarize everything we've discussed. Number yeah. one, I've personally picked one thing that I'm going to take home. Uh, you know, we, we can have a society, we can talk of society, we can talk, all these things may seem to be abstract society. But one thing that can be clear is that society is made up of individuals, of which I'm part of the individuals. Yeah. So for, for anything to happen in society, for any change to come, it, will, it has to start with a personal conviction of change within myself. Yeah. So I just hope my audience can take that message home. And uh, maybe another summary I can make from what we've discussed is, when you talk about gender equality, we are talking about development. We are talking about a country mm. that allows people to maximize all their potentials. We, yeah. we, we don't want we don't want to be in a family where you earn one million and your wife, your beloved wife, earns less than even two 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 thousand shillings. It's, going, it's not going to be balanced. Yeah. So gender mm. equality is where where you all bring two million shillings in your home and you, you face all this development at the at the best. Yeah. Uh, anything you wouldn't disagree with my conclusion, sir? No, no, I think your conclusion is, is right, that, 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 that the, the both men, of course, we, we, we cannot, like you said earlier, that they, they must be able to maximize their potential. Yeah. That some of the fields have done my best. Yeah. They have all opportunities, I have done my best. Okay. All right. Okay, thank you so much, Mr. Antenga. I'm very, very You're humbled welcome. to have hosted you. Uh, and please, when next time if I get, again host you on issues to do with gender, I'll be obliged, I'll be very humbled to host you again. Always my pleasure. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. You're welcome. Blessed day. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.